the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Patriot is WWTC Minneapolis St. Paul. FM 107.5 K298CO Minneapolis. Fueled by Lucky Station. News. I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. President Trump is underscoring the role of faith in America on this Easter weekend, devoting his weekly radio address to honor those who will gather in homes, churches, and synagogues to light candles, he says, and praise God. For Christians, we remember the suffering and death of God's only Son and His glorious resurrection on the third day. And the president also mentioned Jewish families who observed the Passover marking the deliverance from bondage in Egypt to what he called the promised land of Israel. The Trump administration is expected to announce it's going to roll back automobile gas mileage and pollution standards that had been a pillar in the Obama administration's plans to combat climate change. Some environmental groups who predicted greenhouse gas emissions and more gasoline consumption, if the standards are relaxed, say the announcement could come as early as Tuesday of this coming week. This is SRN News. Eric Metaxas is always in awe of God's timing. The flight was delayed three hours, so I immediately prayed, and I said, Lord, if you can't get us a plane sooner, then you've got a purpose here. We submit to you. Mm. Within seconds, we bumped into somebody that I uh, had met at the conference and was able to share my faith with that person. We had this glorious conversation. I mean, it really seemed God-appointed. He opened a door because of a delay. The Eric Metaxas Show. Overnights at 3 on AM 1280, The Patriot, Intelligent Radio. The best and longest-running conservative talk show in the Twin Cities is the Northern Alliance Radio Network. The headliner, Mitch Berg, is coming up next. You can join Mitch at Overtime with Hewitt and Gallagher. There's still some VIP dinner tickets available. You can be at the Narn Table, which is the fun table. For more information, visit am1280thepatriot.com. Here's an updated look at your weather Sunny and 30 for the rest of the day. Easter Sunday, high of 34 and sunny. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. This is the Northern Alliance Radio Network, the longest-running conservative talk show in the Twin Cities. Political analysis of the good, the bad, and the outright crazy. Now... Here's your headline act, Mitch Bird. Welcome back, Twin Cities and World. It's the wind beneath the right wing. The shining spot of red and sea of dingy, dismal institutional blue, the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Going on, uh, actually, just past 14 years dominating Twin Cities weekend radio, ergo dominating Twin Cities radio. And we're dominating a little more radio now than we were even just a few weeks ago. AM 1280 The Patriot, now on the West, Western Burr. You can go to FM 107.5 in the West Metro as we bring you the full Patriot lineup at 107.5 FM. For details and the listening area info, go to am1280thepatriot.com. Now, we are conquering two, count up two, count up two radio bands. How many more will we conquer? Well, there are no more radio bands. AM and FM is all you've got. There is no phase modulation radio district although or band, although I thought that would be cool when I was a kid. The engineering would be outstandingly difficult, but so, so awesome. And... This will only make sense to the three radio geeks in the audience. So anyway, AM twelve eighty or FM one oh seven point five The Patriot. That's just fun to say. I haven't been on an FM radio station since since Terminator N was I think at most a toddler. That's the last time I gave an FM ID it was nineteen ninety three Terminator N. Oh, you were how old at that point? Two years old. Two years old was the last time I was on an FM station. So if you're listening out in the Western Burbs, you can hear me clearly. Uh, without any of that FM sort of muting and muffling, uh, thank the powers that be that, that put us up on the 107.5. Oh, there's so much going on today. By the way, my name, Mitch Berg. My name, uh, my name, Mitch Berg. My blog is shotinthedark.info. It's been going on 16 years, heading on year 17 as one of the Twin Cities and Minnesota's foremost political blogs. People say, 
blogs are passe. Uh, everyone's doing all that blogging stuff on social media now on a combination of Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Tumblr, all the other low impact social media formats. They don't take quite as much personal and writing investment as as, as blogs do. I mean, if you've never been a blogger, that's fine. It's it was it it was and remains a lot of fun. And, and blogging back in the nineteen uh, back in the early two thousands, from about say when I got started to I don't know two thousand eight or so two thousand seven. It was an incredible rush around here. I mean, there was just this community of people, largely conservative, plenty of liberal bloggers, but the good ones were all conservatives, and the good ones still are conservative bloggers. I mean, the best ones, Ed Morrissey, uh, John Hinderocker, Scott Johnson, that crowd, they're all really good at it, and they stuck with it because that's writing is what they do. But back then, there were a lot of other good writers who came and went. Some of them still write a little bit. Some of them write every day, but don't get a lot of recognition, like Mr. D, Mark Hearing. Uh, Mr. Dilettante's neighborhood, still one of the best reads in town out there. But it was a time when there was just this incredible buzz about being in what social media was at the time, which is a place where anyone with an opinion could be heard, and anyone who had a skillful way of, of putting their opinion out there could be heard by enough people, or people who, in my case, just got plain lucky with their contacts. I mean, I... I think that the, my blog got put on the map when Glenn Reynolds, well, it put, put on the map to stay when Glenn Reynolds, Hugh Hewitt, and Instapundit were talking about blogs, and they all mentioned me on the Hugh Hewitt show. I, this is back in 2004. My blog went from 300 hits a day to over over 3,000 a day, and it's pretty much stayed there ever since. Uh, this is, uh, that, that's, uh, that's that that was that was those were the days of course things have ta- slacked off a little bit then since then although i still have a pretty solid audience uh, for my blog and, and and by the way i should point out this program that you're listening to right now is a uh, comment of uh, no, comment a product of that era of blogging because of course the northern lions radio network originally started off as a program by four not about, but by uh, you know, by Twin Cities bloggers at the time when we were one of the foremost blogging scenes in the country, and things came and went. They, the consequences and repercussions ensued. The recession hit, which cut the the bottom out of the advertising market. So a lot of people who went into blogging think they were going to make a a buck or two. Uh, realized they weren't going to make a buck or two. They're going to make a quarter or two, most likely. And so a lot of people left the field then. Uh, a lot of people went on. Uh, some of the some of the well connected and occasionally talented ones went on to write for bigger publications like Michael Broadcorb. He's right. He ran, wrote for the Star Tribune. He's uh, he's got a market of his own right now. And a lot of people just left. Just you know, it wasn't worth the time and investment for them anymore. Even without the money, uh, money was never uh, never an issue for most of them because most of them didn't have the traffic to earn any. But some of them went on to social media. Some excellent writers decided, what the heck, instead of maintaining a blog and paying for a domain and paying for hosting and all the other hassles, uh, they're just going to do it on Facebook or Twitter or both and maintain their social media presence there. And it worked for a lot of people for a while. There's people who built themselves up into fairly formidable personalities on, on Twitter on Facebook and some of the other social media, as, as, including some people who used to be somewhat prominent as bloggers. But the tide has turned, and whether that tide will turn back to the traditional blog like Shot in the Dark or Captain's Quarters or Hot Air or, or Mr. Dilettante's Neighborhood remains to be seen. I think that's, uh, I think that's, that's a fair thing to say. I'm sitting here thankful that I never made the jump over to, to Facebook as my primary platform because... Well, as we found out this last couple of weeks, Facebook is basically working for the Democrats and working to silence and stifle conservative opinion and 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 basically present not only its data, but its public face as a voice for progressive causes, as perhaps befits a company that's based in Silicon Valley. Now, I talk about this not to take a stroll down memory lane, but to talk about an issue that, that is ripped from the headlines, as they say. 
You may recall, after the election, a fair chunk of the more dramatic and vocal and and angst-prone members of the broader left decided to start calling themselves, who, who, by the way, who were mortified that Hillary had not won the election and thought something had to be terribly amiss with all of America if Donald Trump became president, decided to start calling themselves, <clears throat> and I quote, the resistance, and, and which I mocked and taunted at the time for excellent reason, because, of course, they're, they're co-opting a name uh, used by people much better than them. The resistance, of course, was the name broadly given to people who fought against the Nazis in Europe during World War II, people who risked their lives and, and by extension, their families' lives to fight even passively against the Nazi occupation in places like France, the Netherlands, Poland, Yugoslavia, when that existed as a country, uh, Norway. Uh, the, the Denmark, all of the countries occupied by the Nazis had some form of resistance, and sometimes that resistance was was passive and, and largely underground and, and rarely violent. Like, for example, in Denmark, terrible place to, to try and run a guerrilla movement. There's no hills, there's no mountains, there's barely, barely any wilderness. You pretty much have a city to try and hide in, and of course there you've got people to deal with. So most of the Danish resistance was passive. Things like smuggling Jews out of the country and sabotaging things they were building for the Nazis. Other countries, it was much more active. In Norway, Norwegian guerrillas destroyed the German nuclear program, sank German ships, uh, smuggled other Norwegians out of the country to, to serve in the Norwegian forces in exile in the UK and Sweden. Uh, in Poland, the Polish resistance rose up and, uh, it, while surrounded completely by the Germans, uh, liberated large swaths of Warsaw until the Soviets betrayed them and they were mostly killed and, and, and driven out of the city. Uh, and, by the way, we can't forget the, the Jewish resistance throughout Europe who who resisted with varying degrees of success and really, in many cases, no expectation of success but merely the hope of dying on one's feet rather than stuffed into a gas chamber or shot by a trench in the woods. And some of them did live. Many of them did live. Some of them are still with us on this Passover weekend, and, and this is a blessing that we need to pass on to our kids. But this, this, this was the resistance. This was real resistance, not some plush-bottom yoo-hoo from St. Anthony Park who was driven to tears by Hillary's loss in the election and now just can't bear the thought of living in, quote, Donald Trump's America, end quote. Yes, yes, I have a strong opinion. I do mock and taunt these people for appropriating a label used by people who are, frankly, much better people than them. But then I thought about it for a moment. And then I realized, looking at the news today, I mean, look at Silicon Valley, companies like Facebook, Twitter, uh, Amazon even, for that matter, have, have turned into uh, a de facto surveillance state for the deep state, which is largely left-leaning, although it's all over the place, and is using its power, especially Facebook and Twitter, to try and quash conservative thought on the Internet, which is, by the way, where, other than talk radio, most conservative thought is. I mean, the Internet was where conservatives outflanked the mainstream media for the first time and the most successful time via all of our blogs. So we've got Silicon Valley lining up on the left. We have a Me Too movement that harnessed the power of the progressive herd to co-opt what started as a good message. I mean, don't abuse women. Who can argue with that? But they turned that message into a policy bludgeon and a wedge to use to shame, bully, and censor any dissent, even dissent within the left, for crying out loud, not just the right. And of course... If you've listened to this broadcast, you know conservative speech is actively censored, squelched, and driven underground on campus. Not just on college campuses, too, but corporate campuses as well. I mean, it, it made the news over the winter how Google actively squelches conservative opinion and conservative people within Google. And... You try it on any community group, by the way. I mean, I mean, the, the, the city, the community council, forget about city government, the community councils in places like Minneapolis and St. Paul are hotbeds and training camps for the big left. And by the way, big left and its partners in the media are relentlessly pimping a bunch of kids 
who a month ago were eating Tide Pods on YouTube. But today, they're the great unheard voices of wisdom on gun policy, although they don't understand a word of it in any way. And the D.C. establishment, frankly, Republicans and Democrats both have basically turned into the same free-spending, debt-blind monster. So all of you liberals out there, all of you people calling yourselves the resistance because Hillary didn't win the election, I'm sorry. Given how many parts of our society control you, uh, are on your side, the resistance in this country is the right, the conservatives, you in this audience, we are it. More on that when we come back. Northern Alliance, AM 1280, The Patriot. Amis, entends-tu les cris sourds du pays qu'on enchaîne Amis, entends-tu le vol noir des corbeaux sur nos plaines Do you have sleep apnea? Are you tired of dragging your big bulky CPAP device with you whenever you leave home? Yeah, well I was too. That's why I'm so glad I called to try the Transcend Mini CPAP for 10 nights. I can't imagine living without it now. My Transcend is about as small as a soda can and weighs less than a pound. That's less hassle to carry than my shaving kit. Plus, I was able to add a battery pack that's as tiny as a deck of cards. But hey, that's not all. Transcend is FAA compliant, too, which means I can finally sleep comfortably while flying. Heck, I can sleep comfortably anywhere now. So if that all sounds good to you, call now to give Transcend a try. You'll be glad you did. Now you can try Transcend and sleep comfortably for 10 restful nights with a money-back guarantee. So call MiniCPAP.com now. 1-800-915-2344. Again, that's 1-800-915-2344. 1-800-915-2344. You work hard to recruit the best talent for your business so you understand how important benefits are. Today's candidates are looking for more than just insurance and retirement accounts. They want benefits they can use every day and perks that help them achieve that all-important work-life balance. With Veridesk Standing Desk Solutions, you can create the healthy office culture they're looking for, where employees can move more throughout the day so they're happier, healthier, and more productive. The new Veridesk ProDesk 60 Electric is the perfect way to create your active workspace. It's a commercial-grade electric standing desk that lets you sit or stand with the touch of a button. And it assembles in under five minutes with no need for professional installers or labor costs. The ProDesk 60 Electric ships for free. And thanks to our 30-day guarantee, if you don't love it, we'll pick it up for free. To learn how you can try the ProDesk 60 Electric in your office, visit veridesk.com radio. That's V-A-R-I-Desk.com slash radio. Message and data rates may apply. Please don't text while driving. If you've been in business more than 20 minutes, you've probably printed your logo on all kinds of promotional products. We all know logos work because they're on everything from the top of skyscrapers to the bottom of shoes. Ever wondered why or how to best use your logo to grow your business? Let us show you today for free. We're 4imprint, promotional product experts at your service. We're giving away the latest issue of Amplify, the digital magazine that reveals promotional product success stories absolutely free to everyone who texts BAG11 to 88988. At 4imprint, we make your logo look perfect on thousands of promotional items. With our 100% guarantee, it'll be right the first time, on time, every time. Your free e-magazine will reveal invaluable insights that can attract new customers, build your brand, and grow your business. Get the latest issue of Amplify absolutely free by texting BAG11 to 88988. That's B-A-G-1-1 to 88988. AM 1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488, should you care to join the show, and I hope you do, also found on Twitter at hashtag NarnShow, join us by any means necessary. My name Mitch Berg. My blog shotinthedark.info. So much coming up here uh, right now. We got overtime with Hewitt and Gallagher coming up. Just a little over a month off right now. Uh, AM twelve eighty. The Patriot is uh, going to be bringing in Hugh Hewitt and Mike Gallagher uh, here on uh, Sunday, April twenty ninth. 
It's overtime with Hewitt and Gallagher. Get your tickets now. General admission starts at just 20 bucks. VIP dinner tickets for $99 are going right now, and they are going fast, by the way. And uh, by the way, uh, just like the last few Patriot events, the, the, this event's going to sell out soon, so don't delay. By the way, there's a Narn ticket, and uh, there's, a, there's some tickets left for that still, too. Brad Carlson, King Banyan, and I will be uh, presiding at the Narn table, just, just like Hewitt and Gallagher, only fun. So make sure you go out for that. I mean, it's, uh, that's available at a slight discount over the Hewitt and Gallagher tables, as probably befits uh, things within the network's hierarchy. But, you know, it's going to be a lot. You get a lot more fun for your money at our table. So call on it. Go to am1280thepatriot.com. Reserve those tickets now. Big broadcast uh, coming up today. we got Jim Newberger, who's running for the United States Senate against Amy Klobuchar. Both Senate seats are up because of the resignation of Al Franken this uh, past uh, this past winter uh, on, on, uh, under charges of sexual harassment. And uh, that were leveled by a number of different women, uh, both famous and not so famous. Uh, it's kind of interesting. It kind of shows us the, the level of culture war we're in uh, in this country right now. When uh, you see the story that, that came out this past week in Huffington Post, Huffington Post uh, had a piece headline, Minnesota woman blamed for Al Franken's fall had nothing to do with it. Now, this is by a woman named Amanda Turkle writing for the HuffPo. Uh, and the subtitle, Lindsay Port accused another man of harassment, but fellow Democrats say she <clears throat> softened the ground for Franken's resignation. Now, Lindsay Port, uh, well, I'll just use the headline from, from the HuffPow article. Lindsay Port, age 35, doesn't really know Al Franken. She met the Minnesota Democrat in passing at political events, but that's just about it. She's never even called on him to resign from the Senate after a number of other women accused him of sexual harassment. But for some reason, she is being blamed for his downfall. <clears throat> it's not just some reason. It's not just a random thing, folks. If you know Minnesota Democrats, and by the way, if you live far enough outside Minneapolis and St. Paul, you may not know this. And it is to your great fortune that you can say that. But Minnesota Democrats, especially metro area DFLers, make the real housewives of Orange County looks like so look look like saying sober drama free straight shooters you get five democrats in a room together and they will start figuring out how to vote two of them out of the room every stinking time and these are the ones who are i mean it's not like st paul republicans where all the sane and capable ones have left and and just the crazies left with all due respect to my fellow St. Paul Republicans many of whom are not crazy but that's the legend you get there's there's this residue of crazies that get left behind when people get sick of beating their heads against the wall in a one party town even though a lot of the good folks are left in Minneapolis and St. Paul that's definitely for sure some of my best friends are very capable people who happen to be Republicans in the city but what happens when a party has a, an absolute majority in a metro area? Well, the crazies are still there, and in some cases, they, they have even more power than they do in—, in <laughs> they, they have plenty of power. Anyway, Lindsay Port is being blamed for Al Franken's downfall by Democrats. Port has spoken out about sexual harassment. Going back to the HuffPo piece, in November, as a Democratic candidate for the Minnesota State House of Representatives, she and State Representative Aaron May Quaid— accused State Senator Dan Schoen of harassing them. Schoen eventually stepped down and Port became one of the most visible faces of the Me Too movement in Minnesota. And she initially got, you know where this is going, she initially got a flood of goodwill for speaking out. But the reaction changed as soon as the Franken allegations surfaced. Huh. Port's willingness to call attention to sexual harassment went from being applauded to being questioned. Members of her own party said she had softened the ground for Franken's resignation in early January, and some people even wondered if she was secretly a conservative operative who had planned to take down the popular senator all along. On social media, Port saw comments that questioned her identity, motives, and truthfulness. I, I wrote a post on this on my blog this past week. It's called Persona Non Grata, and it it it's it goes to it lists some of the comments in the social media uh that that raise the conspiracy theory that Lindsay Port who 
never never charged Al Franco with anything, never called for his resignation, to my knowledge, never mentioned Al Franken in conjunction with sexual harassment in any way, shape, or form. Nonetheless, she's being blamed for, quote, softening the ground for Franken's resignation. Now, let's be clear on this. With everyone else in the world, we are told we need to believe the accusers. Because we are told, and we've been told for 20 years, women just don't lie about sexual harassment. 20 years, heck, 30 30 years plus now, we've been told women don't lie about these sorts of things. And most of them don't. And I don't believe uh, Lindsay Port did about former Senator Dan Schoen's behavior and activities. But look at what they're, they're talking about here. By accusing one Democrat, actually accusing and, and, and proving her allegations against one Democrat, she's being attacked, pilloried, for contributing to an atmosphere wherein other Democrats, bigger, more powerful Democrats, could lose their office because of their own behavior. I mean, Al Franken wasn't ushered out of office because he was innocent of all of his charges. Now, you can make an argument that his his uh, his his tomfoolery on the airplane with the uh, with his fellow USO uh, performer was an incredibly poor and stupid taste and makes him a kind of a creep and and yet may not have justified removing him from office. In fact, Democrats have done that. Well, in fact, Democrats have done that. Uh, and that same logic should be applied to an awful lot of other people. I mean, he did no more and likely much less than, well, no, I won't say that. No. <laughs> but the idea that contributing to an atmosphere, which is applauded everywhere else, the Me Too movement, caught up at all, I mean, I mean, basically shined a, not a spotlight, but a broad fluorescent light on every male interaction with women, some of them unwise and, and wrong and, and, and just plain stupid to do, and others less so. And this was applauded as a wonderful thing by most people on both sides of the aisle, to a certain extent, and by the left especially, because, of course, this is all about female empowerment, as long as you're not bringing down powerful Democrat votes. And then it's time to close ranks. The Facebook commentator, who I listed on uh, my blog post entitled Persona Non Grata, who left some just bizarre, almost 9-11 truther caliber uh, conspiracy theories about Lindsay Port uh, left some uh, came up with some some pretty bizarre comments about the whole situation. And the, the HuffPo article continues: the commenter was right; it wasn't just a coincidence that Schoen and Franken scandals happened so close together. But it's not because there was a big GOP conspiracy to bring them down. The country was in the middle of the Me Too movement when powerful men like Harvey Weinstein and Matt Lauer were facing a reckoning. Charlie Rose and and on and on were facing a reckoning for years of abuse and more women were feeling emboldened to speak up. Then the backlash came from within their own community. Well, that's particularly disheartening for Port. Quote, I honestly think the most frustrating part of it has been not only Democrats, this is our team, these are our people who are supposed to be with us, but it has been primarily women. It's been definitely a generational divide, 100%, but it has been primarily been women pushing this, she said of the criticism she's faced. Speaking out has cost Port financially. About a week after Franken's resignation, she dropped her state legislative bid because the donors began pulling their contributions and she felt she couldn't focus on the district and priorities. Port also operates a nonprofit called Blueprint Campaigns that helps progressive individuals from tra- traditionally uh, underrepresented backgrounds run for office. The nonprofit also lost donations. $70,000 pulled the week Al Franken said he was going to resign. Anyway, this just shows you what, on the one hand, part of me wants to cackle with glee about Democrats eating their own. Oh, wah, wah, wah. 
That's me crying non-existent tears. And on the other hand, it tells us a little bit about something about the character of the people who are, let's not forget, the dominant class of people in a part of the state that that controls about half of the state's political and financial power. And that should scare you. That should tell you something. This is telling you what you're fighting against uh, for the control of the state at large. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. The 2018 midterm elections will be here before you know it. And with the left's big push to change the tide, it's important we stand together for our conservative values and uphold the Constitution. I hope you join me, Mike Gallagher, and my friend and colleague, Hugh Hewitt, on Sunday, April 29th for AM 1280, The Patriots Overtime. We'll discuss the key players in the midterm and what you can do to keep the Twin Cities right. Tickets start as low as $20. So grab yours today at am1280thepatriot.com. Overtime is brought to you by Stone Decks by Minnesota Decks. The results are in. A survey of Inc. 5000 companies shows the top barriers to growth. It's taking finance too long to close the books. So slow to launch new products. We need to hire good people and keep them. Too many disconnected systems. I can't see what's happening in my business. Sounds like they've outgrown their business and financial management systems. QuickBooks and spreadsheets worked fine at the start, but now it takes twice the effort to get things done. And you can't get accurate answers. You should know the number one system for growing companies, NetSuite from Oracle. NetSuite is the one system that tracks and manages revenue, cash flow, HR, inventory, projects, even e-commerce for every industry. Now you can run your business from a dashboard on your phone. That's why thousands of companies use NetSuite. It's the only system you need to run your business. Go to netsuite.com radio to get your free guide called Crushing the Five Barriers to Growth. That's netsuite.com radio. Here's a secret couples therapists want you to know. Happy couples sleep better. I'm Trina Webster, co-founder of Z-Quiet. And I'm Dan Webster. I love my husband, but his snoring was like an alarm clock waking me up all night. My snoring was pretty bad. We were desperate for a solution, and we finally found it with Z-Quiet. It literally changed our lives. With Z-Quiet, we wake up rested and happy and, best of all, in the same bed. Z-Quiet couldn't be easier to use and works immediately. Z-Quiet comes with a 30-night better sleep guarantee. You have nothing to lose. For 10 years, we've been saving relationships one night at a time. Don't wait another night. Go to GetZQuiet.com today. Z-Quiet fits both men and women. Try it risk-free for 30 days for just $9.95. Text SLEEP to 246810 or go to GetZQuiet.com. Try it risk-free for 30 days for just $9.95. Text SLEEP to 246810 or go to GetZQuiet.com. When you're running a business, the last thing you want to worry about are your computer systems. Superior Managed IT has been servicing IT for over 25 years, and they can help you manage your IT infrastructure, provide a security plan, as well as help your business move to the cloud. Superior's proactive maintenance program will guide you through the best options for your business. Don't wait. Let Superior manage your IT so you can concentrate on running your business. Call now for your no-obligation free consult. Call 612-999-6200 or go to superiormanagedit.com. That's superiormanagedit.com. AM 1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network. Mm. Hey, don't forget the Aloha Talkers cruise. Hewitt Gallagher Elder, off to Hawaii, August 11th to 18th. Don't you enjoy great cruise accommodations while visiting the islands of Maui, Kauai, the big island of Hawaii. Each day we'll wrap up with a panel discussion with the guys. Plus, you will receive a certificate for two my pillows, which may be the highlight. They will knock you out at night. Well, and you'll like it. Unlike a whack upside the head, a my pillow is a good way to get knocked out. Oh yeah, the cruise too, definitely. Six five one two eight nine four four eight eight the number to call. Uh, Representative Jim New uh, Jim- Senator Jim Newberger joins us at the top of the hour, running for United States Senate against uh, Amy Klobuchar. Someone has to beat her eventually. It just has to happen. Uh, so make sure that, uh, yeah, this is, this is, uh, this is, this is uh, an important election here, folks, in so many ways. We see around us what we're fighting. And, and, and by the way, 
not that I want to spend another Saturday talking about uh, the kids from Parkland. I don't. But I thought there was an interesting angle this week from an unexpected uh, source. I've, I've criticized the mainstream media for its myopic and slanted and largely ignorant, uh, if not outright biased, coverage of, of Second Amendment issues for years and, and have been surprised to see some reporters actually step up and do some diligent reporting on the subject occasionally. Not often, but occasionally. Uh, and, and actually saw some coverage of an angle that, that I that I thought would never get, I'd given up on ever seeing anyone touch on this angle. And they didn't touch on it quite the way I would have and the way I will shortly on this broadcast. But it was a start. Because here's the deal. When you see people, especially liberals in Minnesota, who the ones you actually hear are always white, upper middle class, people with ELCA hair. Uh, Nothing wrong with white middle class people, but when they spout, idiotic drivel when it comes to a policy. I have a problem with them, their policies, not them. But they they only really get exercised about gun violence, as it's called, when it's kids who look like their kids getting killed. You've seen huge turnouts for gun control movements after what? Obviously after Parkland. You've seen a, a somewhat sustained effort to, to rally the troops. And of course, it's it's peaked and it's fading now. Uh, no need to panic by any more twenty two caliber rounds. Thank you very much. And, and you saw this before after uh, after what? Well, after the Las Vegas massacre last uh, October, obviously, the, the whole bump stock thing kind of caught fire and uh, kind of joined up with the Parkland massacre at the time. Uh, terrible, tragic events that have led a lot of people to propose a lot of really meaningless policy. I do say meaningless. Uh, advisedly. Demanding security theater that will be just as much use in combating mass shootings as the uh, pat-down you get at the airport will prevent hijackings and violence on airplanes. Uh, but but they, they always come out and, and make these demands when kids who look like their kids or the children of National Public Radio executives are the victims. And any child's death is a tragedy. I'm here to tell you that. In case you didn't know it, I believe you all did. But you don't hear them say a word about the deaths every year of hundreds of children, classrooms full, outside of schools, in places like Newark and Camden and Boston and Baltimore and St. Louis and Cleveland and Cincinnati and New Orleans and North Minneapolis and Dayton's Bluff and Stockton and uh, Oakland and and Los Angeles and Compton. And do I need to keep going? You're getting the point here. In the tougher neighborhoods, the more downtrodden neighborhoods of America's biggest and Unexpectedly, Democrat-run cities, hundreds of children are killed every year in ones and twos, in, in, the, the, in events that have, have everything to do with crime, criminal activity, either as unwitting bystanders to gang shootouts or as young victims of, of gang violence and, and turf wars between rival groups of, of gang members and drug traffickers. It winds up being a lot of kids every year, and none of them are in school. And many of them, disproportionate number of them, are black or Latino, Asian. And you don't see people like David Hogg and Joan Peterson going out and, and, and picketing against that sort of violence. In fact, whenever you see the dreamsicles in the Twin Cities here, the, the people with their ELCA and their orange T-shirts parading around. As we've pointed out in the past, it's always in safe, safe neighborhoods, in, in Egan and Eden Prairie and Edina and, and down by the Stone Arch Bridge in downtown Minneapolis where only yuppies are found in the wild. Yuppies and, and, and dot-commers with lots of money and, and retired uh, baby boomers uh, cashing out their, their, their 401ks in lofts down by the Guthrie. Places that are perfectly safe 24-7 for middle-aged white uh, liberal activists. You will never see Nancy Nord Bentz 
and her little pack of hamsters parading up and down Plymouth Avenue in North Minneapolis. You'll never see them marching around a, a crack stack in, in, uh, in Dayton's Bluff. You'll never see them walking through gang territory saying, hey, put down your guns and quit killing the kids and each other while you're at it in any of these neighborhoods where close to half of Minnesota's murders take place. Oh, you will not see that. Because the deaths of black kids aren't on their radar. And it's not, well, I was going to say it's not because they're racist. It's not just because they're racist. There are other reasons. I mean, attacking any of these issues would require them to attack some Democrat administrations like Jacob Fry and and uh, the mayor of St. Paul, uh, who I'm blocking on right now, and it doesn't matter. It would require them to attack Rahm Emanuel and the Democrat mayor of Baltimore and, and the Democrat mayors of every single city that has become a shooting gallery, notwithstanding their hostility to civilian gun ownership. Those deaths pass without remark every dad-burned time. And so it was with great surprise I saw a mainstream media outlet cover an angle to the <clears throat> spontaneous student demonstrations, end quote, against law-abiding gun owners uh, and, and actually covering not just the deaths of black and brown kids, because they get in the news, sort of, but the fact that they are noticing the incongruity of the coverage. It's a piece that came out in the Philadelphia Inquirer this past week. I wrote about it in a piece called Hogging the Limelight. And one of the pull quotes I had was the pain was more familiar to that to them. These, I mean, the article goes into a school in Philadelphia, an inner city school. And, um, well, I'll describe it. The students were mostly freshmen from Maureen Bowen's English classes at Philadelphia's Parkway Center uh, Middle College, which were taking turns reading their papers in the national school walkout. Uh, the Philly teens were supportive of the Marjorie Stillman Douglas High School students who were devastated when a shooter walked into their school on Valentine's Day and killed 17. How could they not be? But the pain was more familiar to them, as was the loss. Not one student who spoke on the school at 13th and Brandywine in Philly had been spared the impact of gun violence. One by one, they talked of friends whose funerals were reminders of how growing old can never be taken for granted in some neighborhoods of Philadelphia. A father's gunned down before their kids even learned how to say the word dad. My whole life, I've been afraid of the world around me, wrote Simone Arkridge, age 15. So they, better than most, knew how the Florida students must feel. But it's the attention the Florida students have gotten that felt unfamiliar and unjust when so little attention is paid to the gun violence that touches so many children in cities like Philadelphia. Brown, 14, standing nervously in front of the room with a red bandana tied around his head and his book bag still in his back, took a deep breath before starting. He explained that if he did walk out, and he wasn't planning on it, he'd do it to bring attention to the black people who were shot in his city every darned day. Black young men like himself and his friend who were shot while walking to a store when he was nine. He struggled a little when he shared that he'd been grazed by a bullet, but that his friend who survived had been shot twice. Nerves, sure, but unease with which of these students has spoke has, has rooted in complicated and bottled up emotions, not least among which is, is the realization they're having that, that, that they're suffering they're going through in their Democrat-infested hellholes and the existences they live, which are made constantly and, let's be honest, quite deliberately worse by Democrat policies for whom black and brown people are more valuable when they are poor and miserable than they are when they're up and coming and getting somewhere, is they're noticing perhaps not that part of it, but the fact that it's the deaths of white kids out in the burbs who look like the children of network executives and bureaucrats that get all of the attention. And meanwhile, the daily deaths of them, they and their friends and their relatives and their, their siblings in some cases, get barely a spot in the city section on the back page. Deaths in Democrat-controlled inner cities have become part, I mean, gun deaths, violent deaths of children, 
as these children in this, this article point out tacitly, have become part of the background noise. And they're wondering why. I'll tell you why. The dominant political power in your city needs it to stay that way because if people ever got upset about it and learned the truth behind it, political heads would roll. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. AM 1280, The Patriot. Picture yourself on a financial roller coaster. You and your money are going up to the top. But now as the coaster turns and drops, you are screaming for joy instead of that fearful scream. Learn to manage any turn on your financial coaster at Online Trading Academy. See your accounts growing in both up and down markets and give yourself the opportunity to make a second income you can use now and in retirement. Join us for a free investing class by hitting pound 250 on your cell phone. Use the keyword OTA. Again, that's pound 250, keyword OTA. Want to change how you feel significantly? ReliefFactor.com will do that for you. Support for temporary relief of minor aches and pains. If you're out there exercising, you go a little bit too far as I did on Saturday, you definitely need Relief Factor on Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Actually, I take it every day, as do tens of thousands of people. They know that they should have Omega, which is fish oil, resveratrol, which you can get from drinking red wine, but you don't know how much. I carry and curcumin all together, carefully calibrated, perfectly formulated, the combination of four natural supplements, that everyone agrees you ought to be taken every single day. This makes it easy to do in the amount that is appropriate for your body. The starter pack is nineteen ninety five. You try it for three weeks. Put everything else away that your doctor says you can put away. Don't not take what he tells you to take. And then see if you don't feel terrific. You'll feel much better. ReliefFactor.com works. Tens of thousands of people say so. Their testimonials are abundant and real and sincere. Go and watch them and get ReliefFactor.com. Message and data rates may apply. Guys, got hair loss? I know what you're thinking. Should I shave my head? Comb it over? Wear a hat? Just stop. This isn't 1970. Keep your hair and your confidence because Bosley, America's number one hair restoration expert, can give you your real hair back permanently. Check them out today because they're giving away an absolutely free information kit and a free gift card to everyone who texts STAR11 to 85850. Dude, you don't have to look like your dad because this isn't your dad's hair loss treatment. People all over the country trust Bosley because they're ahead of the curve. They use the latest technology to give you your real hair back. And the the best part, Bosley's permanent solution is protected by the Bosley Guarantee. Let them show you for free how awesome your hair could look with an absolutely free information kit and a gift card for $250 off. Text STAR11 to 85850. Ask about the Bosley Guarantee. S-T-A-R-11 to 85850. AC Nelson RV World custom builds Patriot RVs for every lifestyle. Hi, I'm Bill Budd. Our Patriot travel trailers, toy haulers, and fish houses are built by Forest River, the number one RV manufacturer in the world. AC Nelson is proud to ship made-in-America Patriots nationwide. I invite you to compare and save at AC Nelson RV World in Shakopee, the number one Cherokee dealer in the nation, celebrating 99 years. Visit us online at acnelsonrv.com. Lifetime memories begin here. AM twelve eighty the Patriot. Six five one two eight nine four four eight eight. Hey, don't forget April twenty-eighth at the grounds of the state capitol. Rally for gun rights in Minnesota. The good guys will be out there in force. We'll say Be there. I'm gonna try and get there. Pretty much everyone at this chin is gonna be be there, so I'm having a hard time finding a substitute. I might do a rare recorded broadcast that day. We'll see what happens. Let's just say I'm highly motivated to show up. And if you see me taking a Saturday off for something other than physical health, which has happened like twice in 14 years, you know it's something you should be at. So make sure you show up and... Never seen nothing like you out there protesting, fighting the good fight. Yeah. 651-289-4488. The number to call should you care to join me. 
and I hope you do. Don't forget, Brad Carlson's coming up tomorrow from 2 to 3, the closer edition of the Northern Alliance, as he's been doing uh, for six years now, six almost, gosh, going on seven years on the Sunday shift. It's just amazing how time flies when you do with this show. Uh, it's just sailing on past here, and it's all good. It's, it's been it's been 14 wonderful years doing this show, and it's hard to believe Brad Carlson has been around for half of those years on the Narn. He's he's still he's still the new guy in so many ways on this show, and yet the, and there and yet there he is. So absolutely, uh, so make sure you uh, tune in tomorrow for that, as well as uh, King Banyan heard every Saturday morning from uh, nine to eleven on our sister station AM fourteen forty, the Businessman. Uh, of course, he's still one of the best in the business when it comes to talking economics. It's what he does for a living. It's what he does best. By the way, one other piece of news this past week that could sound like bad news. In fact, by some people on the big left, uh, it was portrayed as bad news for all of us on the right who believe in things like like the Constitution and civil liberties. Former Supreme Court Justice uh, John Paul Stevens, who retired some years back, some time back, uh, came out and wrote an article calling for the outright repeal of the Second Amendment and some of my liberal friends jumped up and down like toddlers and just filled their diapers uh, with a big smile and said, ha ha, Supreme Court justice is, is attacking the Second Amendment. That must mean, uh, must mean it should go. Well, of course, John Paul Stevens got outvoted twice on, uh, by, uh, by, by five to four margins, of course. So the five smart Supreme Court justices outvoted the, the four not-so-smart ones including Stevens, so settle it that way. But he, he called for an outright repeal of the Second Amendment, to which I respond, <clears throat> thank you, Justice Stevens. Good job. Never stop being you, John Paul Stevens. This is exactly the way uh, we, we want you to be behaving, and I'll tell you why. It's just more more than just being a manipulative lie. Uh, Glenn Reynolds, uh, Instapundit, who's sort of my blog grandfather, uh, noted Stephen's statements relieve a couple, release a couple, um, reveal a few things that when you think about it, a lot of the left wingers who have been giggling about this statement for the last week probably would want to think about and perhaps shut up and leave it quiet. First of all, if you're calling to repeal the Second Amendment, that must mean it matters, right? If the Second Amendment was really just a defense of of a of a government militia, the National Guard, if you will, then what difference does it make? If it doesn't actually protect civilian rights, the rights of the people as opposed to the rights of the government to arm its employees, then why bother repealing it? The only reason you need to repeal the Second Amendment is because it actually does provide sweeping protection of gun owners' rights, of the people's rights to keep and bear arms, and bars sweeping gun control. That's the only reason to repeal it if you're a Democrat. Number two, good luck with that, says Glenn Reynolds. We're more likely to see an amendment banning abortion than one repealing the Second Amendment. And by the way, lots of luck doing the repealing. You have to get the approval of two-thirds of the states. I think it's actually three-quarters of the states. State legislatures have to vote to repeal. And if you don't think you can get 12 of the 17 western states, let's just say 12 of the 15 western states leaving out California, Oregon, and Washington – uh, to shut that idea down, plus uh, the states of the old Confederacy, uh, I'd like to have what you're drinking because it's better than what I got. Number three, the Second Amendment, according to the framers in some Supreme Court uh, dicta, re- recognizes a natural right. So repealing the amendment doesn't extinguish the right any more than repealing the right to free speech means you don't have the right. You just have a government illegitimately quashing it for you. And point the fourth, nothing but nothing could be better for the Republicans in 2018 and 2020 than for the Democrats to make this an issue. And in fact, I think we should. In fact, I I put out an open call to the National Rifle Association this past week to basically, to coin a phrase, pay any price, bear any burden that it takes to get David Hogg, 
a nightly program on some cable network, perhaps CNN, perhaps Fox, perhaps MSNBC, CNBC, doesn't matter, don't care. Just get him on television. Get him in a chair on camera with professional makeup, ranting for millions of people every night, hundreds of thousands, maybe millions, who knows. Get him out there. Put him on television. Get his message to the masses by whatever means you can. Pay for the the, the airtime for all we care. Because David Hogg, 17-year-old high school senior from Parkland, Florida, who for for who who lived through a tragedy and by the way the blog posts out there saying he wasn't actually at school that day are not not factual that's been making the rounds this past week it is not true he was at school give him that much but while he was at school he's also the best ad for the national rifle association that's ever existed and it and it's working i mean the nra added half a million members in 2 weeks after parkland and the momentum is not slowing it may start to slow down because, frankly, the momentum uh, for David Hogg and, and the, 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 the March for Our Lives protesters sort of peaked. I mean, last week has been sort of – things have been sort of on the slide since – although the media will be the last to know or admit it. But I say get David Hogg on television and make absolutely certain that John Paul Stevens is his first get, guest on his opening night and the Second Amendment – will be bulletproof, so to speak, for generations. Because so many Americans will see the dementedness of the move to, to quash a natural right of human beings endowed to us by God. That the Second Amendment will become as as, as inviolable as, as the fit as, as well, I was gonna say the fourth, but that's pretty much trashed. As the first. It will. And this is this is something we should be doing. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. Hey, stick around. We're going to be having a, a chat with uh, Jim Newberger, who's running for the United States Senate against Amy Klobuchar, up next here. Go nowhere. It's the Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. Policies issued by American General Life Insurance Company, Houston, Texas. Not available in all states. For details, visit AIGdirect.com. It takes a lot of courage to face your own death, but I'm glad I finally did. See, I was putting off getting life insurance to protect my family, even though I knew it was important. Then my neighbor's husband died. I watched her struggle emotionally and financially. It really made me face reality. If my husband died, how would I pay the mortgage, the car payments, or keep up the life the kids and I had? I realized I needed to get us life insurance right away. So I called AIG Direct. In less than five minutes, I had a quote. I was shocked at how affordable it is. Just $14 a month for $250,000 of term life coverage. I feel so much better knowing my family has protection. Call AIG Direct right now for a free no-obligation quote. The call takes less than five minutes, and you can save up to 70%. Call now, 1-800-458-3263. That's 1-800-458-3263. 1-800-458-3263. Thinking about life insurance? What if you could make one free phone call and learn your best price from nearly a dozen highly rated price-competitive companies? Well, that's exactly what happens when you call SelectQuote Life. For example, George is 40. He was getting sky-high quotes from other companies because he takes meds to control his blood pressure. But when I shopped around, I found him a 10-year, $500,000 policy for under $25 a month. I'm SelectQuote agent Dan Savino. And believe me, if SelectQuote isn't shopping for your life insurance, you're probably paying too much. For a free quote, call 800-523-3771. That's 800-523-3771. 800-523-3771. Or go to selectquote.com. Since 1985, we shop, you save. Get full details on the example policy at selectquote.com slash commercials. Your price could vary depending on your health, issuing company, and other factors. Not available in all states. 
When I found out I was pregnant, I panicked. I was afraid, feeling pressured. I didn't know what else to do. I was nine weeks along and didn't know there were other options. I didn't know the baby already had a beating heart. I didn't know there were couples waiting to adopt. I called the confidential hotline and learned the facts. I found an option that both my baby and I can live with. Hello, my name is Marianne Koharski. I'm the director of Pro-Life Across America, the billboard people. So often we get calls just like this from men and women seeking help and alternatives. Our 800 hotline connects callers to the services they need for pregnancy, adoption, as well as post-abortion assistance. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of confidential counseling or would like to support the work of Pro-Life Across America, please call 1-800-366-7773 or check us out on the web, prolifeacrossamerica.org. Pro-Life Across America is educational, non-political, and tax-deductible. AM Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.